Welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. We're dispensing stories of success from across the continuum of care. I'm your host, Hillary Blackburn. Thanks for joining us to learn from leaders throughout the pharmacy industry. Hey, listeners. In this episode, you'll hear from a familiar guest. We've had her on before, but she keeps doing new things. So we're excited to welcome back Dr. Blair Tielemeyer to the show. All right. So today we've got a special guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Our guest, Dr. Blair Tielemeyer, is a top five most influential pharmacist, entrepreneur, business development consultant, and founder of pharmapreneuracademy.com. She's been on the show a couple of times before and continues to do new and exciting things. So we're excited. Blair, welcome back to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Thank you so much for having me uh, back, Hillary. I'm excited to be here. And Blair, just for our listeners, um, can you share a little bit more about you know, where you are and I think, you know, how you grew up and maybe that might tie into like what's happening in today, uh, with your work. Yeah, I, you know, I am in rural Arkansas and I said, I I realized that's kind of redundant, but I, I live now in my hometown in Northeast Arkansas and I, I never expected to, at this point in my life, be involved in so many amazing projects and connected with so many brilliant people. It, it, I feel truly blessed by what entrepreneurship has brought me. And it, it's something, you know, when I was let go of my you know, from my job as a clinical hospital pharmacist Mm -hmm. in 2014, you know, it was, it was budget cuts. I, it was something that we're seeing now worsening in, in the healthcare industry, which is declining reimbursements, which is affecting the, you know, the amount of, of compensation that, that they can offer to, you know, our, our nurses, we're seeing more traveling nurses in our local hospital and how I saw that and how I've been seeing that play out since the pandemic has really, uh, really changed, I think, my views around what what healthcare professionals could begin to do to help shift the 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 conversation with that we're having with our patients on a day-to-day basis as a pharmacist from what, what do you recommend for losing 20 pounds or what do you recommend for stopping smoking or, you know, what, what do you recommend vitamin I take? And so having, having those conversations with our patients and and with my patients was the thing that really sparked my interest in entrepreneurship and i said i i want to build a business that focuses on advanced clinical services and creating that business model for application in 
pharmacies and independent community pharmacies that want to offer birth control prescribing or um, you know counseling around women that are trying to conceive. I think that those models are are how we advance the profession of pharmacy. And so I've really been focusing on that mostly in my career is how do how do we how do we show how valuable pharmacists can be to the overall healthcare system? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and you know, I also grew up in a small town, not in Arkansas, but Mississippi, so right right nearby. And you know, you shared about being an entrepreneur. Well, growing up. I had never heard the term entrepreneur. You know, you you think about being a teacher or a lawyer or a doctor. Um, and obviously many of us listening to this podcast are farm, you know, chose pharmacy or, or in that pharmacy track. Um, but you know, entrepreneurship in pharmacy and in healthcare has um definitely picked up. Um I think it's great that, you know, in today's age, we've got visibility uh, to so many different entrepreneurs. You know, five years ago, you know, there were two, three podcasts on on um, pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Now there's a lot more, you know, before you were kind of pioneering MTM, you know, f- plus five years ago and teaching that. And have done evolutions as we've, um, you know, with pharmacogenomic testing, et cetera, and continued to, you know, teach others how they can do and build that. So, you know, I I think that um, it's great to have some good examples. You do a great job of teaching others um, through Pharmapreneur Academy, of course. But talk to us a little bit more about... Um, some of the identity shifts for success as an entrepreneur in healthcare. Yeah, I think one of the things that really struck me as being fulfilling about having the opportunity to do my MTM consulting work was the conversations that I was having with patients. These are conversations that you're only having once a year. And when I'm thinking this needs, you know, if if I'm really going to help this person, if I'm really going to hold their hand in, in their healthcare, in this healthcare relationship, I need to be talking to them more often. So we put together um, everyone that I did a a comprehensive medication review for one year, we put together a system with follow-up calls at regular intervals throughout the year and put them on a MedSync program, put them on, you know, some of the, the other clinical programs that we had in the pharmacy. But what was nice was, um, you know, being able to have that touch point with the patients uh, every single, every single month. And that's really when I started seeing myself more as uh, a health coach. And, you know, and it was, it was not, not something I was particularly comfortable with. But 
as as I personally grew and developed, I, I began to shift this identity outside of the box of I'm just a pharmacist. And how many times have you heard that? I'm just a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. And it it really it just hits me when I hear that because it's it sells our value so short and pharmacists will say, you know, well, I don't, I don't, I'm the medication expert. I'm afraid no one's going to pay for my services. And, you know, and my thing is really, if you believe that you have a program that's going to, to help someone and you're genuinely excited about it, it makes it so much easier to actually sell it. And, you know, I, I tell pharmacists, you're, you're really, you're just one proposal away from having a profitable clinical service that, that you can offer in your state. And, and I think that that simplifies down the, the leap from, I, well, I don't really want to start my own business or I, you know, I just want to add this as something I can do on the side with my expertise. And, and it makes that shift, that identity shift outside of being just a pharmacist possible enough that, you know, that I've had pharmacists say, what I really want to do is go teach Reiki energy to, to patients in opiate addiction recovery centers. And I want to help people lose 20 pounds using mindful uh, nutrition and plant-based eating habits. I want to help, I want to help men connect with their competitive spirit and be more active by inspiring them as part of a cardio metabolic reversal group. I mean, these are, these are all things I've actually seen pharmacists do. So to limit the business model into just focusing on medications, but instead focusing on what do you consider to be a healing medicine? Is it connection? If you look at lifestyle medicine, the six pillars around social connection and around nutrition and movement and hydration, it's it really begins to give a fuller picture of of what I think it could look like to be a wellness consultant uh, in your pharmacy in your pharmacy role or alongside your pharmacy role. And so that's the identity shift that I think I I've gone through personally uh, as a as a pharmapreneur, a pharmacist entrepreneur, I really combine those two identities to create something entirely new that was very unique to my own personal passions. And, and now that's really what I'm helping create with, with the programs and with the clients that I'm offering at the healing medicine retreats and, and our, our mastermind services. Mm -hmm. 
So Blair, um, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, now, of course, MTM, there are certif certificates and things for that. There's training for PGX now. Where did you get uh, kind of your first entree or where have you really gotten more information about uh, wellness and this, you know, lifestyle, medicine, uh, different what um, column or just kind of different curricula and how can people get learn more about that? Because yes, of course they teach us about all of the different medications in pharmacy school and we are medication experts, but um, yes, there are certainly um, complementary uh, uh, treatments like acupuncture, chiropractory, um, mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, just supplements and things that could be added if you look at patients on a more holistic level. So where did you start learning a bit more about that to add to your um, existing, you know, PharmD knowledge? I always, always tell my clients, you're first your own avatar, which, which means basically look to your own self and see what challenges have you been through in your own personal life, in your own personal health. How did you move through those challenges or have you moved through those challenges? What challenges, health or otherwise, have you have you experienced with a family member? And so for me, you know, people are like, how did you get into pharmacogenomic testing? Well, I did one on myself because I didn't know what it was. And I experiment and I test and I, I'm always looking to expand my knowledge and you know, it, decide it, is that, you know, is that really the direction that, that I want to take my career in? Maybe it's yes, maybe it's no, but to never, never give up on, on that idea of, of what it is that you're hoping to create. So in my personal life, my son was born in 2017, he had a very deep sacral dimple to the point to where it almost looked like an open neural tube. And I thought, you know, this is, this is crazy. My whole pregnancy, uh, I had taken folic acid. I had taken my prenatals. I had done everything I was supposed to do. And I remembered something in the far reaches of my pharmacology or biochemistry knowledge talking about the methylation cycle of folic acid. Mm -hmm. And I connected that with the pharmacogenomic test and found out you can be tested for this, this mutation, this, this variant. And I tested myself and I am homozygous for for that variant, the MTHFR 677T. And the way it manifested for me was I had difficulty getting pregnant with my first two children, um, so much so that I had to use Clomid. And when I went to the doctor to ask, you know, and voice my concern around why, 
you know, why am I not ovulating? Is this something we should get to the bottom of? It was, Mm -hmm. no, we'll just put you on Clomid. And if it doesn't Mm -hmm. work, then we can run tests. And Mm -hmm. so I'm like, okay. So that, that was really the beginning of my questioning around the interconnectedness of all of our systems from our microbiome and gut health to the enzyme and and metabolic level on it's on a cellular level that we learned about these ion channels and sodium channel blockers and beta blockers who understands that better than a pharmacist so who is also most aware of the risks and and the the benefits and the practical use and proper duration of therapy of some of these um, pharmaceuticals. So if not the pharmacist and everything kind of began connecting for me, I I got on a methylated version of folic acid um, and then, you know, begin, began kind of making some dietary slowly some dietary and exercise changes but the biggest one was adding meditation into my day and girl I felt so guilty asking for 20 minutes of you know quiet time away from my family and yet it was it was the thing that that got me through the pandemic, I also unexpectedly got pregnant during the pandemic and had the the trauma of uh, that that unexpected pregnancy with the uncertainty of COVID. And this was around the same time that um, the news was talking about the Zika virus and how it affects developing uh, embryos. And I remember being so terrified that COVID was somehow a related to the Zika virus and, and could possibly have the same effects on the baby that I, I developed, you know, pretty, I, I got pretty down <laughs> and in 2020 and had Prepartum, postpartum, all the, you know, all the way through depression and anxiety and the, you know, 2020 and 2021 were, it was such a blessing that I had entrepreneurship to fall back on when I was quarantined for 71 days, you know, in my home because I didn't know I didn't know what to expect and it was it was the businesses that I had started that that were the thing that allowed me to completely step back from pharmacy and to be full time in you know in my consulting business and has allowed me now to invest in some other businesses one is a pasture raised poultry farm that we are contracted to produce 
pasture raised, humanely raised eggs for Vital Farms, um, who who also packages and sells those eggs to you know upper upper level grocers like Whole Foods and Kroger and Harps and and those. I call them the bougie eggs. <laughs> I don't, mm. I, you mm-hmm. know, it's the it's the pasture raised and and all of that that good stuff. And so it really, that opportunity resonated because I had already, I had already kind of made whole foods and a a, a real plant-based approach, even though, you know, eggs, I will eat eggs. I'm not totally vegan. So, so I, I sell eggs, so I better eat them. And, uh, I I think I had already begun to, you know, to focus more on my own self-care and and health and wellness. And when everything connected for me, I just, I really got excited about this opportunity for, you know, who, who better than pharmacists to be able to offer this service in our communities. Yeah. Well, you know, it's so often you, you know, you experience a problem yourself that you're most motivated um, to solve it. And, you know, it just becomes this um, internal drive that uh, can't be, the flame can't be put out. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's really fascinating. I'm sure a lot of people can kind of resonate um, to, you know, different parts of your story. Um, so, Blair, tell us a little bit more about, you know, you've been doing some retreats and masterminds and things. Tell us a little bit more about what's new with that. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the the work I've done in masterminds, in group coaching programs, in retreats where, where you get away even just for three days to focus on a specific shared goal have been so helpful for me in my own personal and professional growth that you know, trying to figure out how do how do we expand this idea of health and wellness into the healthcare profession, where we're experiencing um, astronomical levels of burnout, and you know what what I think the some some places are calling a pharmacist shortage, and I think other pharmacists are responding and saying no, it's not it's not a shortage. It is a, um, a movement of, of healthcare professionals uniting and saying, this is not the way that I want to practice. And, and this is not in alignment with what I believe as the, the most helpful way to impact the people in my community is by putting them on more medications and to not help them 
to identify with and, and deal with some of the, the root issues that we face in our society around healing of, of the way we, of, of our relationships with food, of our relationships with alcohol, of our relationships with how to cope with stress and how to deal with difficult relationships with other people in our lives. And this is the journey of, if you want to become a better parent, if you want to become a better entrepreneur, if you want to become a better executive coach, that you start with your own self-awareness and really getting honest with where, where might I need to create some boundaries or rethink some things that I've, I've been going along and accepting because they were the path of least resistance, but the calling I'm hearing in my career is actually something very different that combines my biochemical physiology, you know, pharmacology knowledge with something new. And, and for me, it was, it was really in connecting the, the way your breath and your thoughts can impact your autonomic nervous system. And so I do a lot of breath work with my meditations to tap into that polyvagal response to, to get, to get the body to move out of the fight or flight, the high cortisol level into a much more relaxed parasympathetic state. And in using our breath and using our thoughts and using uh, meditation, really focused thought to kind of downgrade our, our nervous systems and, and calm the body so that we can have that, just that half second pause in that thought between yelling at our kids for something or saying something that, you know, that isn't so kind to our spouse and giving ourselves the ability to, to experience that and have that half second pause in between the thought and the action has been huge for me. And, and it's changed my life. And that's, that's what I'm passionate about bringing to the world. And so I'm, I'm leading healthcare professionals down to Costa Rica in the blue zone because this is the area of the globe where humans live the longest. And it is a, it is a very peaceful, very calm, very diverse, um, accepting, open and loving environment. And it's really special. And I'm, I'm just super excited to be able to have a, a place that is available to leaders and influencers and healthcare teams and corporate teams to 
to book a place in a very special area of the world to bring a team together for a week of personal growth and a week of of shared ideas and connection and and thought leadership around a certain topic and and so you know i my ask would be if anyone here listening is considering hosting uh, a group a private group we now have a retreat center in samara costa rica called consumania and that word is italian meaning to to live with passion and i think i i'm certainly passionate about the work that i do and i i hope that to inspire you know by sharing the story maybe inspire some other healthcare professionals to really ask that question about what is it in their personal experience that that kind of maybe goes against what they've been told to believe or or are practicing in their current healthcare role and and really to think about what that identity shift needs to look like in order to maybe feel confident enough to to put ourselves out there on social media or to have a conversation with a potential client or to say the price of our program out loud you know these are all these are all things that we can learn and these are all skills that we can develop through these personal and professional development programs. So learning how to sell, learning how to market, learning how to brand yourself, learning how to articulate what it is you do, who it is you do it for, and the result that you can get for that client is something that can be learned. And you don't necessarily have to be born with it. But it's, you know, I always say pharmacy school, if nothing else, taught me how to learn and taught me how to teach myself and i think using that skill for lifelong learning is what what keeps me moving forward and pivoting and experimenting and just really going with the flow of of what feels right for me staying in that present moment um as as much as possible so so that i can really feel confident in in that path that that's moving forward and i just i i believe in that and i really want to help more healthcare professionals experience that being able to to live and and do do something that they love and do something that's meaningful to them yeah awesome well I can definitely attest to Costa Rica being beautiful. We got engaged there and mm-hmm. it is truly awesome. So love that'll be a great destination. So where can people find out more, Blair? Yeah, so all of the information about our upcoming retreats and and hosting is at farmerpreneuracademy.com. That's the best place to go for for links to our upcoming events. But if you're interested in hosting with us at the Consumania property, the, the best 
the best option would be to contact me via LinkedIn or through our website at Farmerpreneur Academy. And we can have a dedicated conversation about what it would look like for you to lead your own retreat or maybe even co-host a retreat. I would love to do co-host a talk to your pharmacist retreat maybe sometime uh, next winter. Yeah. Well, is if it's in a good destination, I'm there. So, well, awesome. Blair, it was such a pleasure to get to learn more about what new things that you've been doing. Um, I think that, you know, wellness uh, and more of that integrative approach is just, you know, people are looking for that now. And um, so it's great that pharmacists can, can really step in and, um, find ways to connect uh, in those spaces with patients. So we're so grateful. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Well, thank you so much, Hillary, for having me. And thank you for what you're doing with the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. I think it's it's really important that we give pharmacists a voice and we give our patients a a reason to want to have more conversations and and start more conversations. And so I I just wanted to to thank you for for demonstrating that, you know, here and and giving voice to pharmacists that uh, that are out there doing really cool things. Yeah. Well, thank you. It's it's amazing to get to hear, you know, and sometimes we'll have guests Uh, that are doing new things, come back on like yourself. But, you know, there continues to not be a shortage of fun things to talk about. So we keep doing it for the past, you know, going on five plus years. So um, awesome. Well, always great to catch up and look forward to see what's coming new from you, Blair. Well, thank you so much for having me, Hillary, and Happy New Year. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talk to Your Pharmacist, produced by the Pharmacy Advisory Group. If you liked this episode, let us know by subscribing to the podcast, rating, and reviewing it. Share it with friends. And if you want to be a guest or know a pharmacist leader who has a great story to tell, connect with me, Hillary Blackburn, on LinkedIn and check out our Facebook page, Pharmacy Advisory Group for updates on new podcasts. Thanks for listening.